Welcome back to the show that is paying off over 100 episodes of a web show. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am going through the American legal system faster than a fried stick of butter goes through my colon. I am Amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is competing for fame, glory, and probably a statue that looks like a vagina. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. I would love a statue like that, just like on my mantle. And then I want another one that looks like a ding-dong, and then like they could kind of just be next to each other suggestively. I think it would really bring the room together. I, I like the idea of, of you having statues on your mantle, let alone statues that look like phalluses. Statues that represent t- tournaments I won, Fetch, yeah. I, I have won scant few tournaments, so I have no statues to show off, but I guess if I had, then I probably would want to show off as well. Also, they're technically, if you win them, they're not a statue. They're a trophy. We have a word for That's that. That's true. That is true. Just like spouses. No, not really. Um, <laughs> we have a word for spouses, too, if that's what you're trying to say. I'm not, I don't know what you're going for here. Or that you win your spouse in a tournament. I'm confused. I was just vamp- I was just vamping and I shouldn't have. Um, it is It is an interesting week. It was an interesting week. And uh, as such, we are not going to talk much about WWE stuff because wow raw was terrible and uh smackdown was was fine i mean they they kind of moved the ball forward on a couple of things but it was mostly kind of just keep things moving the same speed they were before did they move anything Um, forward that was my big thing like it was fine but i don't remember a single thing really advancing it was just momentum i have my rundowns of both of those so we'll all right we'll go over it real quickly and uh, there there were a couple of things they're not necessarily like important things but they they did move forward so um my rundown of raw is as follows uh the shield goes through the criminal justice system in one evening on a holiday as many people had pointed out on the internet Strowman is a heel drake mavericks for some reason manages the aop now with gear to match and they're back to doing jobber squashes. squashes. Uh, Drew and Dolph cut in line in front of the Revival, no less, and are now the tag champs. Uh, Brie Bella is still just god-awful at wrestling. Um, Ronda Rousey pals up with the Bellas because they have to have a match in Australia in a month. And Kevin Owens is back. Yeah, what is the point? And he didn't do anything he couldn't have done without quitting. He, this They could have done so much. They could have done anything. They did jack crap. I, the, the ones that... The, the whole episode was just a, a head scratcher, but the, the Drake Maverick at managing AOP where he's dressing up like them and he looks just so goofy. Like, he knows he feels I goofy. Like he even put it. I like it. I like it, but it's also... Why? Like, they get rid of Paul Ellering... I, I think conceivably probably because he's older and he doesn't want to travel, you know, the, do the regular raw travel schedule with these guys. Yeah, I'm sure that um, was his idea. Yeah, it's possible. But so they they go in on their own. They're they're winning matches again. They're kind of, they're actually, you know, kind of losing to Titus Worldwide for a while. So they refocus them again. But when they have Drake Maverick, who is the general manager of 205 Live, it, it just makes no sense. It, it's funny. It's a funny visual. I do like it for that reason, but it's just, there's no point to it. There's no point to it, but there's also no harm in it. It's like, okay, Drake Maverick is good. OP is good. I mean, this will be fine. Yes, it's a little silly with him in the, the jacket, but uh, just imagine that as an action figure. How great would that be? It also sucks for him, 
because now he's working SmackDown and Raw essentially. Yeah, he's a busy guy. Yes, and I I I hope they see that that uh, uh you know drive and reward it because I guess maybe this is the reward. I don't know. I do <laughs> like um I did forget to post it, but uh he put on Twitter he said new cover photo. And it's the photo of him with AOP, but the way cover photos work, you can only see AOP. You can just barely see the top of his head. <laughs> it's the cover photo he's using on his own Twitter account. Okay, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so it's it, it it's self-aware. Like, he understands he's a tiny dude, and he looks silly in all that get-up. Um, I, I hope next time we see him, he's wearing the full, like, sparkly suit that he wears on 205 Live. Like, that... You don't need to dress like them to be their manager. Paul Ellering didn't. He wore a suit. Um, no, I want ish. all managers to dress so up can, like their, their team. Yeah, I, it's yeah. Um, I, I I really don't want to get into Raw too much because we have so much other stuff to talk about. But yeah, the, the Shield stuff was it, it was okay. It makes sense for Strowman to get a team and and really all the heels on Raw to take down the Shield because good lord, the Shield did that for years. So it's kind of comeuppance, but also. It's just, it was just weird. Yeah, this was stupid. It doesn't make that much sense. I mean, I, I like them together as a powerhouse, but it doesn't need to happen yet. And, like, the Shield hasn't been around very long, and they haven't really done all that much. No one really has that much beef with them yet. So far, it's all just been business as usual for wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, so I I, I kind of like Strowman getting out in front of that, like knowing the history and saying, okay, that's not going to happen to me. I'm going to get everybody together that hates you, and we're going to take you down before you can take us down. And obviously that's not going to happen. That's going to come back on them, but it, it is what it is. Um, SmackDown, I want to move to SmackDown because there's definitely more positive there. Uh, here's my rundown of SmackDown. Uh, Brian Bree and Ms. Maurice trade places. Almost shines, but shouldn't ever speak again. Truth and Carmella find common ground. Asuka finally emerges to help Naomi with her iconic problem. I guess that's uh, true. That English was saves Rus- that happened. Sorry. Yes. So I was going to say, I guess uh, Aiden English. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. Aiden English saves Rusev and their victory. Ty Dillinger lo- learns a thing or two. And AJ finally got his hands on Joe. Now you may speak. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, teacher. Uh, yeah, I forgot that Asuka came back, and I shouldn't forget. That should be the highlight of my week. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad about that. That That is something new that happened this particular episode that is a, a change in the status quo. So, really hope something good happens for her coming to, to absolution. Or revolution. You mean evolution? evolution? There you go. Yeah, Too I many illusions. Um... I also like that Truth and Carmella, you know, combined, which they're they're going to be one of the teams in the Mixed Match Challenge, which they just announced the second uh, iteration of that coming in a couple weeks. So that makes sense. They're moving forward on that, so they're going to keep doing these weird pairings. Uh, Miz is probably going to team with Asuka for absolutely no reason on SmackDown right before they have their match uh, for the Mixed Match Challenge just because. So just get ready for that. But... um. You know, Brian and Bree having a match with Almas. Well, I guess Brian having a match with Almas. And then them leaving, like, Brian not even, like, wiping down his sweat or anything. Like, like oh, we need to go to dinner. Let's go to dinner at a fancy place. <laughs> and interrupt Miz and Maurice. And then they come back to the arena. I, I That was that was at least fun. It was different. It wasn't, you know. There really should have been a shot of them at the restaurant. 
I really figured we were going to get that. I thought we were going to get sweaty ass Brian attacking like done up to the nines Miz at the restaurant while he's ordering his duck or whatever. No, no I just ordering. want Bree and Daniel in their wrestling gear like Daniel's still in a Speedo sitting, sitting, sitting at a table eating spaghetti. <laughs> they could lady in the trampet. That would be kind of cute. <laughs> to be fair, it's not a Speedo. If he wrestled in a Speedo, that would be a whole other matter. It's basically um, a Speedo. It's very much not. You've never worn a Speedo if you think that's a Speedo. Okay, that's Speedo hides true. nothing. I've never worn a Speedo. Or not, uh, it, it, yeah, it, it's, it's all out there. I'm not talking about um, a banana hammock. It's regular Speedo. Yeah, that's close enough um i like that english saves rusev i think they're still playing up uh for english to turn on rusev for whatever reason but it's now the two of them versus the bar for the shot at uh the new day which i i think is awesome and not not at all what you thought was going to happen with them fighting uh sanity and the usos in the same match but uh that's what we're getting and yeah, AJ finally stopped uh, waiting for Joe to call his wife and just came out and beat the crap out of him for a little bit. And again, not, nothing terribly new, but it it moved things forward a little bit and it wasn't the god-awful terribleness of Raw. So, Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was just one of those episodes that if I hadn't watched it, I wouldn't have missed anything. Which is No, kinda, it was definitely know, one of those. With wrestling. Yeah, well, especially with WWE, the cycle they're in, this is the the quintessential between pay-per-views show where mm-hmm. we don't need to do anything really. Maybe we'll have a couple fun matchups, but otherwise everybody just, you know, stay calm, stay the course. We'll get there soon. Um, I do want to hit up the Mae Young Classic. You know, we talked about we would uh, talk about that in All In this week, another massive event. And uh, the Mayan Classic had its first installment. The first four matches of the tournament have are in the books now. We have our winners. So I know you watched the highlights. What did you consider your favorite match of those four? Uh, I I really liked it. It was the the last one. Um, Mako Satamora versus yeah. Killer Kelly. Yeah, that one just had a really uh, a very visceral feel to it and uh, very. Con- Con- contrasting styles which you know I like so it had a good feel to it it had a uh, it felt like a good show to go out on or it also had some history on. to it as they talked about uh, Satomura having you know been in WCW like 20 some years ago or whatever and you know her failing because she didn't have a finisher or whatever so she she lost immediately and you know, building back up to that is kind of silly, but yeah, I love the style change, uh, a difference between the two of them. Uh, the fact that uh, Satomura really seems like a, a, I looked it up, I think she's 38, so she'll definitely be the oldest person in, oldest uh, competitor in the tournament. Um, she she reads like to, to me like a female Tajiri, and not to compare her to a male superstar, but like she has something to prove, and also she will kick the crap out of you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's perfectly fair. It's uh, yeah, that's a good comparison. I like that. Yeah, so I I agree. I that was my favorite match. Um, not just because it went on last, but it felt like it was uh, it had stakes. Like the, yeah. the other ones were kind of just you know almost more. Not yeah. It's it's the one that yeah, would have the, a lot of, the vignettes in the Olympics. Sure. Um. The other matches, we'll quickly just run them down. Uh, Zatara 
was beaten by uh, Tegan Knox, which they're you know playing up because she she was in the she was supposed to be in the tournament last year. She got injured right before it, so she wasn't able to. Um, I don't know if you've read the spoilers mm. pertaining to her. Nope, nothing. Do you want me to say anything, or you want me to wait? Is it spoilers for within the tournament? Uh, yes, very much so. Sure. Okay. She does not make it. Okay. Because she gets injured again. Ah. Like during a ma- during a match, she does a dive on the outside apparently at some point and uh, re-injures or t- tears her ACL again or something, and it's so bad they call the match off. They say, "Nope, sorry, oh. other person wins." Oh no. Oh no. So one of the biggest one of the biggest stories they're building going into this thing is going to end terribly tragically, unfortunately. And uh yeah, they they spoiled that right when they were taping it because Triple H went ahead and put out a a press briefing saying uh this is, you know, heartbreaking to happen two years in a row. She could not continue. The t- doctors determined determined that there's no way she could continue the match, so it's it sucks. So I, I'm not looking forward to her story just because I know how it's going to end. Yeah, um, no, I hate watching people get hurt. Don't tell me that that's coming. Well, uh, wipe it from your mind. Uh, th- this will help. Um, uh, oh, crap. I don't have her first name. Ripley versus Jenkins. I forget their, Rhea their Ripley. names. Rhea uh, Ripley. Full name. Rhea Ripley, that's right. Was, yeah, she is, she's another big uh, story going into it because she was in the tournament last year. She didn't have that killer edge, so she lost. And uh, so now she's got it, and she looks badass. And uh, I thought she did. I thought I thought she looked good in the match. Um, decisive win over uh, oh, crap uh, Jenkins. You know, she's she's really uh, God. What is it? Uh, Michael Cole's? Uh, I I wish he wasn't there. Some of his things are so so Michael Cole ish that I don't need to hear them during this tournament as well. But uh, yeah. Perhaps the most blank competitor in this tournament is something we heard the entire night, and that that got very uh, tiring. But yeah, I, I like Rhea Ripley. I think uh, I hope she goes far. I I do not know who wins. I do know, like I said, Knox is injured, but I don't know who wins. So I'm I'm hoping to avoid that spoiler until the end of the tournament, so I can at least be surprised by that. Yeah, they really um, need to. Uh, I don't know. Aren't they doing the the finals somewhere? Isn't the finals at Revolution? Evolution, man, I am the not fin- gonna get that name right. Oh, yeah, 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 right. I, yeah, sorry, my mind is foggy today. Yes, the finals are at Evolution, so we don't know who won yet. They haven't won, uh, just like they did with the last one. The finals were at uh, was it? I think it was a special they had after SmackDown while they're in Las Vegas, something like that. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, that was the finals, and so. I'm very excited to see uh, who it is. the The final match uh, that we'll talk about at Mayan Classic was, I think it's Vanessa Craven, maybe, versus Elaine. Is all I have. I I need to write the first names next week, obviously, because I can't remember them. Um, I did that for All In because I have no idea who half those guys are. So I at least <laughs> did that. Um, this was the that yeah the the worst match of the night. And it wasn't bad. It was just uh, Craven looked. Uh, slow, like too slow. I put in here, great Kali slow. And, Not that uh, slow. You take that back. Uh, it wasn't quite that slow. You're right. But she, she, uh, yeah. Uh, I, she, I also have that she had stand and dazed animation until opponent attacks. <laughs> like she, she would get hit and, you know, she would just stand there and do this for like five seconds while, uh, the other competitor, 
Lane. I, 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 I'm going to do better than this next week. I promise, folks. Um, set up her next move. It was, it, there was a lot of setup. Okay, now you do this. Now, okay, now I'm going to do this. Now you do this. It, was, it, it didn't feel like a, a good flow to a match. They both felt very new to this. And I don't think that's the case, but yeah. Not my favorite match. Um, so that's the first night of Mayon Classic. We will definitely be coming back to that as it goes on. Uh, I don't think we'll focus on it, but right now our focus is on All In. All In. Because. All In. Oh my God. All uh, In. Another four hour pay per view to watch. And I didn't know. Uh, I'm happy that uh, Brandon Stroud wrote it up and, and loved the show. I mean, he's considers it a love letter to pro- professional wrestling in all aspects. But. He uh, pointed out that, you know, I, our friend, uh, the show, um, Frank Gibson and his podcast over at This Is Awesome, I assume that's how they say it because that's yes. a question mark, um, did a spinoff podcast or are still doing it, I forget, uh, called Watching the Elite, where they are watching the Being the Elite uh, YouTube series that they did that is what this pays off. Like I did, I didn't know that before I read that write up. That this is all of these stories come from that series, which is just a series of web shorts, basically. That I mean, we got a couple, a look at a few of them during the show, and oh my god, is the production terrible? It's literally, guys filming things on their cell phones or whatever. Um, it's YouTube, man. It's YouTube. It is, and it it, it works for that. I I mean, I I know this is hu- hugely popular and. I I just it wasn't a thing on my radar until all in happened. So, um, yeah, well, we'll we'll run down match by match, but I I don't have a whole lot to say about some of these matches. Like the first one, MJF versus Matt Cross. Know nothing about either dude. Enjoyed the match. It was a very indie ass match. Can I can I tell you my experience with this match? I'm, sure. Uh, so I'm watching this and I'm like, hey, this is great. It's a shame I don't know any of these people because they're doing a great job. And then as the match the match continued. Uh, I'm like, man, Matt Cross, he wrestles. This is a very Son of Havoc style. Uh, Son of Havoc being a character from Lucha Underground, one of my favorite wrestlers from there. Right. And then he hit Son of Havoc's finisher to win the match. And I'm like, wait a second. And I had to look it up. I'm like, it is him. I felt like such a wrestling <laughs> nerd. Like, I could t- I could just watch <laughs> this man and tell who it was behind the mask. Even though it's like, you really should not be fooled by a lucha mask on who somebody is, but apparently I was. Eh, so, some of uh, them mix up their personalities enough that it, it confuses. It, it sells you on it. Yeah, well, his personality is totally different, but his wrestling style is identical. So that's what actually did it. And like, ah, I'm I'm enough of a wrestling connoisseur. I can tell somebody's wrestling style. That's pretty baller of me. I deserve a podcast. There you go. So I yeah I like I said I, I enjoyed the match no, knowing nothing about either guy going into it uh, other than what they told us during the match which is you know MJF is like all full of himself and um, I believe as Stroud put it the most heel of heels you could possibly heal like it, everything he does is just like I'm the heel don't forget um, and and, and yeah that, Matt Cross you know, like I said I I don't watch lucha so I didn't pick up any similarities um, wish I had because uh, yeah. Very impressive match. Yeah, he's amazing. A, a good one to start off the card, I think. Apparently, this came from the, uh, what they call it? It was a battle royal on the pre-show, the kickoff, whatever you want to call it. Um, I forget what they called it. But, it was, yeah, it was a battle royal uh, they had. Zero to Ground or something like that? Well, zero Hour was the kickoff, but the, they had an actual name for the battle royal. It doesn't matter. Um, 
And that's so these guys, the MJF got to be on the card, I believe. No, 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 no. So that was that was Flip Gordon. I'm sorry. Um, it's still foggy, and I don't know half these guys. Well, most of these guys, anyway. So or gals. So uh, we'll move on to the second match. Uh, Stephen Amell of Arrow fame, and who also wrestled Stardust uh, famously at SummerSlam, I think. Uh, yeah, that was forever. A while yeah. back. Uh, yeah, versus uh, Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, who is uh, pound for pound one of the best, like, pure professional wrestlers there is, I think. Like, he's he's been around. He's wrestled, like, everyone. He's wrestled everywhere. So... It was it was an interesting pairing, and uh, I agree with a lot of what a lot of people have said that uh, Stephen Amell brought it. Oh heck yeah! For this was the best celebrity uh, wrestling ever. Like I'm as far as like this is a celebrity, not a professional wrestler going against a professional wrestler. This was the best I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean he I, he jumped off the top turnbuckle through a table. Like that's not something that somebody's like filming a TV show should probably do. <laughs> It's not something anyone should probably do, but yeah. No, no, definitely not. But if you're like, if your body's like The Rock, The Rock is not going to do that stuff when he's got to film a movie the next week or whatever. He's going to say, no, 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 I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to, this is, this is my shooting movie schedule or uh, uh, workout. This face is so, my moneymaker now. You can't table this thing. Thanks, Miz. Um, so Daniels pulls out the win. Not surprising. Uh, uh, he should. I think, but oh, uh, he also gives it up for Amel. Is like I can't believe like you wrestled that match with me. That was amazing, and I think the fans also uh, appreciated that. I I remember when he wrestled Stardust. He there was a couple of things that were like, oh, that's impressive. He he, he could you know actually do a couple moves, but they they kept him pretty bottled up. They didn't really let him cut loose. This was just him having a match. He couldn't you know rely on anybody really. So, um, well, I mean, Christopher yeah, Daniels definitely put work in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he 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 was in there with again one of the best, so it, it was a perfect matchup. Um, but yeah, I I was surprised by that one because I saw Stephen Amell on the card, and I'm like, oh, a celebrity match? That's gonna suck. Yeah, and it it did not at all. So uh, next was the only women's match on the card was Tessa Blanchard, who uh, is current Impact Knockouts champion, I believe, and was also in the Mae Young Classic last year. Uh, versus Chelsea Green, hot mess. Chelsea Green. I've I I heard an interview with her uh, again on Brandon Stroud's podcast, uh, uh, McMahon splaining, and uh, that that was fun. So it was fun to finally see her wrestle and see her wrestle that character was a lot of fun. Uh, Madison Rain, who is wrestling as they actually mentioned on the All In show, is wrestling in the May Young Classic this year as uh, Ashley Rain, I believe, and. Yeah, they meant, I think they mentioned that she's she's wrestled all these different places this week and also enrolled her daughter in kindergarten. I loved that. That was just like, okay, yeah. I can relate with this woman. Yeah. That that's also another thing to point out. The commentary on this show was uh amazing. Oh, like I so I really good. enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh Yeah, top to bottom. Uh and versus uh Britt Baker was the final one. Uh Dr. Britt Baker DM DMD M- was it? I forget. Sure, <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, it, something, something like that. She came out in uh, her in a doctor's uh, jacket. Yes, and showed off her her title because you're a doctor. Why wouldn't you? Um, I it, it was a it was a fun match. Like it was it was a very good fatal four way in terms of 
not doing what a lot of fatal four ways do where, you know, two people lay on the outside for a while while the other two wrestle in the ring. And then we switch out. And, uh, I thought it did a good job of keeping things moving the entire time. And, uh, I think the worst part was actually on commentary this time because, uh, Tennille Dashwood, formerly Emma and Mandy Leon, who I'm, I don't know from anything, um, were on commentary and their, their additions were very, very bad. Yeah, they weren't uh, great. The, the actual com, uh, uh, color guys, whatever, would be you know commenting on the match and saying awesome things, and then they would just jump in there. Oh, wow, she really hit that crossbody hard, huh? Oh, man. Oh, I yeah, don't want to do this, but I'm going to have to do it like, later. Yeah, yeah that, that, yeah, that little throw in there. Oh, I, I can't wait to take that title from her. That's going to be fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was just a good women's match. I up there or better than what they put on uh, NXT or WWE shows. So, which I don't think we've had a fatal four way for on WWE in the women's division ever. Oh, I'm sure we have. They put all the don't. women together in schmazes. Uh, does Those NXT are tag count? matches though? Uh, yes, and you're right. They have done them there. So, um, yeah. Uh, so following that matchup was. Uh, the the main event, as far as I'm concerned, like I know it wasn't in the main event slot. I think that's because they knew they were going to go long and they didn't want this to uh, get cut in any way. But it was Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, Cody as they call him, uh, versus Nick Aldis, who looks or, like professional wrestling personified. Yeah, or as I like to call him, Mister Mickey James. Is that his? Is that her husband? Yeah, that's her husband. Oh dang. What a what yeah. a hot couple! <laughs> they they, they like, are these two deserve each other. Oh god, yeah, that's that's a good looking couple. Oh my goodness. Okay, um, I I have seen bits and pieces of Cody wrestling since he left WWE. Um, nothing, not a full match. So it was good to see him wrestle an entire match. And uh, also, when he comes out, he's flanked by DDP, Tommy Dreamer, uh, Glacier. And uh, his dog, like that's, I, I love the crowd popping for the dog when they they pull, pan out and see him you know, petting the dog to go out for uh, for good luck. That was an awesome moment. And uh, Aldis, I forget the guys he had with him, but he also had an entourage basically coming out. And I also like the yeah. co- going out. Yeah, this is the, the, the whole show was uh, planned, run, produced by Cody and the Young Bucks. So. For him to be going out, you can see him already welling up. Like, he knows what's coming. He knows he's going to come out mm-hmm. in front of all these people. He knows he's going to win the NWA title for the first time ever. Uh, you can see him already starting to cry going out. And that's not something you usually see in uh, pro wrestling. You know, they have that. that. Well, Aldis. Aldis had, like, the, the stone face. Like, no, I'm going to go out and win because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm the champ. And Cody, you could, see, you could see him already. It was already getting to him. And uh, rightfully so. It was, it was an awesome match. I he, he I assume he bladed. That's what took so long. I don't know if it was it was a bad blade job, but DDP had to get in there and cut down uh, Davari. That's right, Aria, Aria or not Aria? Davari. Oh yeah, Sean yeah. Davari uh, had to. Yeah, eat a, I'm used eat to a, him having a more traditional name. So when they like called him as Sean, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that's his name. Yeah, yeah, it's just a lame Sean. name. You have to you have to add in the. Music, it's just nice. No, Sean Davari. He's going to eat a diamond cutter. Yeah, which is 
Yeah, yeah, which is great, but it's it's just it's very different from what he normally does. I loved this match. This match harkened back to a lot of old school stuff. I mean, the commentary constantly referred back to uh, Dusty Rhodes and for obvious reasons, but this just had a big fight feel. Like this, all this intro that you talked about felt like a big MMA match, and the whole yeah. fight felt like a culmination of a lot of stuff. It. It yeah I mean you could see it coming a mile away it was very telegraphed oh, yeah. uh, so I I actually kind of think uh, all the all the people who uh, were kind of behind this show won so like it was it, someone should have lost to kind of add some pathos and this match would have been dripping with pathos if he had lost yeah so it uh, was but it, it, it was a great feel good moment that he didn't so. I was I was just so happy for Cody. Uh, it was a good match. On top of that, like you said, the story going into it, the story they told in the ring, the time they got for it, it was it was all just uh, top notch. Like hats off to Cody uh, for the show and also for you know winning the title. That was that was an awesome moment. I'm, I'm glad I got to witness that. Um, speaking of Frank Gibson again, I also I talked to him uh, after the event happened and he was there. He was in Chicago and got to see it in person. Said it was easily, awesome. easily the best show he's ever been to. Like, oh, I believe no, it. No question. He's been to WrestleManias. He's been to SummerSlams. He's, it, it, yeah. He said no, no question. Um, and we're gonna get to one of the reasons I think why that's true. Uh, Joey Janela versus Hangman Page. <laughs> this is this is the quintessential. This is paying off stories that you have. If you haven't been watching this stuff, that you have no idea what's going on, uh, especially if you've never heard of Joey Ryan. Uh, luckily, I have. I know. I know of his uh, <laughs> the dick flip or the porn plex or whatever they call it now. And so I knew to expect that. I also knew I'd, I'd seen beforehand the uh, the the dong druids. Uh, people posted <laughs> screenshots of them, so I knew that was coming. But still, seeing it happen and and the way it happened. Uh, and also the match. I mean, the match was insane. It was a Chicago street fight where they, you know, they they, they street fought. And the uh, uh, I think yeah. one of my notes, the the woman, the valet, uh, gets involved as much as the men do. Good Penelope Ford. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, yep. Yeah, she beat the hell out of him, and he. I mean, he tries to punch her, and she beats the hell out of him, and yeah, that hats off to her. Hats off to both competitors. It, it was. It was an awesome match. The burning hammer on the actual ladder. Like, they don't use the WWE ladders that bend and look like they could break in a moment's notice. No, they use an actual ladder. And for him to do that burning hammer on it looked like it hurt like hell. Oh, absolutely. Uh, have you ever seen a Joey Janela match before? I have not. Okay. I'll be honest. This was probably the tamest Joey Janela match you're ever going to see. Okay. But it had cracker barrels. Yes. It had the and cracker barrels. Th- we all know the Cracker Barrel is the hardest part of the catering. I loved that. It's like Donkey Kong throwing barrels at each other. Well, that's what they said. They, they even used that. They said, yeah, it's Donkey Mario he jumped over. Oh, he got the points or something like that. It's like, oh, this, this commentary is just great. Um, yeah, so a, a great match. And then afterwards we get the payoff. You know, the, everything goes dark. We get the shot back to uh, Joey Ryan after he's been murdered with the phone, I think. Uh, yep. his, his, phone. <laughs> his boner coming to life and saving him <laughs> and then the dom druids come out and then oh joey ryan back from the dead he's in the ring and 
putting a lollipop. I assume he does this all the time, but putting a lollipop in his mouth and then yeah, in his so pants his... and then in the other dude's mouth. Yep, that's disgusting. Yep, yep. That's that's part of his game. Everything Joey Ryan does is disgusting. I hope he there's I hope there's a pocket. The wrestler. I hope there's a pocket in there that he puts that in and doesn't actually put it back in the guys. That that is that's like an actual health concern. <laughs> if you listen to, <laughs> you think they gimmicked his trunks? I would hope. I would hope there's a gimmick in those trunks and not just his gimmick in those trunks. Because <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah, when he did that, the, I think the we whole all crowd, saw his you know, gimmick. Yes, that yeah. more than you would want to. But uh, yeah, I, fi- I finally got to see the dick flip in person, or not in person, but in in a match. Uh, I've seen mm-hmm. again clips of it, but seeing that happen and 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 then the other guy sold it. Uh, 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 Hangman Page, or no, yeah, uh, sold it yeah. perfectly. Like he he'd seen a ghost. <laughs> it was it was it was really really stupid, but it was so earnest in the way that it was stupid that I loved it. Yeah, it was just the kind of stupid I want. It was, uh, yeah, probably the biggest spots of the night. Uh, and it, it showed how complex indie wrestling can be. Like, it had a lot of threads going from... Di- these are two wrestlers from different promotions. And it kind of talked about both their stories coming in and out and kind of let you get to know both of them and want to go follow both of them. And it did a great job of putting all three men in a place where you're like, oh, I want to see what they're going to do next. So... It was a great match. Yes. And it had a phalanx of phalluses. That was the best call of the night. There were a lot of them. Excalibur is a treasure. <coughs> Get that man yeah, I, in my I, life more. That, that Hats off again. That, that, that was awesome. Um, Jay Lethal, who I've heard a lot about, versus Flip Gordon, who is the is the man that won the Battle Royal on the kickoff. Uh, and... I again, I I didn't watch the the web show, so I didn't know what to expect on the whole Jay Lethal coming out with Lenny Poffo, the actual brother of Randy Savage, uh, coming out to his music, coming out in tights that he wore before, coming out as the Macho Man because apparently his his personality changes once you slap him on the the shoulder, which is yeah, yeah, he has a Macho Man button. So you've never yeah. seen Black Machismo? No, no. Oh, you need to go back and watch some Black Machismo. Jay Lethal. Phenomenal wrestler, one of the best impressionists. His Macho Man is really good. And he, there's a, uh, I believe it's in either Ring of Honor or TNA, I don't even know, where he tries to out Ric Flair, Ric Flair. It's oh amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Lethal, also, I cannot get enough of him. I was I was excited to see him. And then when someone slapped him, I knew where we were going and I got high. Yeah, and that's good because I did not. I saw somebody slap him. That, that random hand comes out and smacks him, and I was like, "What? I don't, I don't get what just happened." And then again, reading about it later on um, from Brandon Stroud's write-up was like, "Oh, okay, that's again really stupid, but sure." Because like you said, he goes for it. Like he, it, it, the way his voice changed when he got slapped by uh, Brandy Rhodes that one time, and he he picked her up and brought her back to his corner. It's like, "No, I'm the Macho Man. You belong to me." Uh, yeah, that, that, we picked her up like Elizabeth. And like this is what we do. It was an okay match. I thought the match wasn't uh, amazing, but uh, I yeah, his his work in the match, I, I having never seen it myself was one of my highlights because I, I that that whole thing was just yeah whatever. And the, and then Bully Ray comes out at the end for seemingly no reason. Again, maybe it's paying off things I don't know about. Um, attacks both men. 
Colt Cabana, hometown hero, gets to come out and take him out. So I guess you get the 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 happy ending there. Uh, thank God that wasn't in the previous match. That, that would be a good match to end with a happy ending. Um, I also love that uh, I don't watch a whole lot of indie wrestling, so I don't know the names of a lot of moves, but the, the, the commentators luckily do. And when they said Samoan pop into a Cancun tornado, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> These names are fun. Uh, yeah, fun. That was the best word for this show. The whole show was fun. Oh yeah, I I had fun mostly top to bottom. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to my two uh, least liked matches now, and it's amazing because they involve two of the what I've heard are the best wrestlers in the world today. Like, uh, so we have Kenny Omega fighting. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call him Pinta El Chero Mieda Dark Junior. <laughs> Because they called him all of those things at some point or another. I know he's Pentagon. He's just Penta. Penta, he's yeah. Penta. Penta, Pentagon Dark, whatever. Uh, again, uh, somebody I've heard uh, amazing things about. I I was not uh, thrilled with this match. Like, I, I thought uh, Kenny went to the V-Trigger way too often. I thought I'd, I'd heard that was his finisher. Uh, maybe it's the build to the finisher, but... Yeah, it's a setup move. It's not his finisher. Yeah, just... Uh, they the the announcers just constantly uh, V trigger into the blah 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 oh another V trigger it's like okay I get it you you need to do this to put this guy down because he's that good but just stop that please um <laughs> yeah this match did did accelerate and uh I I thought it was a good match but I didn't like the ending because oh Pentagon Junior broke the arm of Omega and Omega is so good at selling stuff he did not sell. Using that arm to to do the one winged angel, like he could have put a lot more. I'm gonna use the word again, pathos into that, and really just. Uh, and that arm should have just been hanging dead right until that moment. There's right. They could have done a lot, yeah, a lot more with this. That that that's like you say, completely unbelievable. Which you know, when they do that kind of stuff, that's that's how we're a shade of Baszler. You know, when she would break the girl's arms or whatever. Unless the match ended right there, which sometimes it did, it, it would just go on and be like, oh, no, arm's fine. Never mind. It's not broken. I was worried about nothing. Um, I just had to want to win more. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, some of the they, – they hit so many pile drivers. Like, pile driver is, like, to me, that's the move. Like, if you get hit with a pile driver, you're done. You should be done. That is not a transition move. There's a spinning pile driver. There's a package pile driver on the apron. I – yeah, Death Valley dri- package pile driver on the apron. That was nuts. Jeez, they, they kicked out of too many. This pile was just drivers a spot my, Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it was. It, this is one of the the matches that shows me that I'm right about indie wrestling in some regards. That it's just <laughs> too many spots. Like if you get with the pile driver, lay down and finish the match. Like stop just doing that just as another move. It's just, it it kills the pile driver. Um. I like Jericho I coming. I quite the, agree with that. But. Yeah, well, we'll we'll agree to disagree for right now. Uh, Jericho coming at the end. The lights go dark. He comes out. Well, it, he is uh, Penta, and then obviously that is not Penta any longer. That is Chris Jericho. And then just and I liked it. how the announcers were smart on that. They're like, wait a second, that's a different guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's not, they're not going to sell. What the like, heck? Well, What's Penta doing? That's strange. Yeah. They're like, wait a minute! That he doesn't have the he doesn't have the tattoo on his other arm. That's not Pentagon. It's like, yes, you're right. But yeah, still, but it's still also playing dumb enough. They're like, you know, like one of the guys until he until he hits the code breaker. They're like, okay, now we definitely know who it is. And they're like, I have a feeling, but I'm not sure. 
So, but it, it was it was fun, and I love that Chris Jericho does the most Chris Jericho thing he can do, and uses it to sell his cruise coming up, <laughs> of which he is wrestling Kenny Omega. Um, yeah, that's that's a weird thing. So, uh, yeah, it it was a fun match. I just I, you know, I've, I've heard all these the the praise heaped upon Kenny Omega uh, made this so it could not possibly live up to my expectations, and unfortunately, it did not. So, you know. I I'm I'm sure he's still Fair amazing. Enough. I will catch another match somewhere Fair down the line, enough. and I'll be amazed. The other match that uh again was built up uh the man the man to beat uh I I will say that I just like Asuka I would always have said Asuka until they told me how it's actually said I would have said Kazuchika instead of Kazuchika Okada I would have screwed that name up. Many times. Yes, you would have. Um, That's all right. And I probably still would have. We would have expected I, I, you to. Yeah. They, they did not. They, they said it. Just Okada. Okada. That's there all that matters. Um, versus Marty Skrull, who, again, I've heard of. Uh, I've never seen actually wrestle. Um, clearly the inferior man to Okada, who is the rainmaker. Like, he is he is the, the real deal. And I, I it, it was an okay match. I thought I liked it better than Omega. Um, I thought this match was great, except for uh length it was a bit longer than it needed to be uh but yes. as far as like the pacing and like the, the back and forth i really liked it i love marty's girl he's one of my my favorites one of my, he's my indie darling one of many and uh, uh i actually haven't seen that many okada matches outside of the uh the infamous ones with kenny omega so this was this was fun to see him kind of wrestle somebody else i really liked this match yeah I, I was happy to finally see both men wrestle and uh you know, I've now seen that, and I would like to see it again in different permutations. You know, different uh, opponents. So mm-hmm. that is good. Um, what was bad? It wasn't even bad, but it was the show is over. Like basically, they have like ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes. They clearly want this next match to be like thirty minute barn burner. No, no, sorry, we have to go off the air. Uh, but it was the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi. Versus Rey Mysterio, Bandito, and I think Ray Phoenix. I like Phoenix and Ray. Fe- I've heard them yes. call them both. Um, well, yeah, that's it's like Penta L, right? Bananas. Like it's just any anytime you have <laughs> Phoenix in the name, you know it's this dude. Yes. Uh, so again, I've I've heard of all these guys. Obviously, I've seen Ray Mysterio. Uh, Abushi again was in the uh, uh, first Cruiserweight Classic, so I I've seen him. Uh, in some uh, versions, I know he wrestles with uh, Kenny Omega. He, they are the uh, Golden. What is it? Golden Elite. Yes. Uh, so uh, Young Bucks are producing this show, so they're obviously going to win. But they had to cut it short. Like they, you know, they, there's a lot of awesome spots. I, I enjoyed a lot of the match, but uh, yeah, cut short. And I mean, I, I love what I saw. And I, I want to watch all of these guys wrestle again. I have seen the Young Bucks wrestle on Ring of Honor. Uh, I mentioned that I can watch that show. They do have it on like Sunday nights late. So I have seen the Young Bucks wrestle. Um, and do their uh, uh, super kick party. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I really just like watching this because I finally got to see all the people I've heard about but never actually wrestled wrestle. So now I I have my you own. You haven't wrestled any of these men, Jason. No, that's not what I meant. So, and I I I liked the show. Like I, I thought it was a success. 
I I hope Cody and uh, Young Bucks. I think I th- there was some announcement being made this weekend, and Cody had to specifically say, "No, there is no All In Two announcement coming this weekend. Please don't look forward to that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it probably will come. Like, I I we certainly hope to do it, but that's no, not yet. Chill out. Oh, and also Rey Mysterio was dressed like Wolverine, and that was badass. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <clears throat> Once they found him, that is. It seemed like maybe he wasn't going to show up or he got attacked backstage. But, uh, yeah, he showed up. He was Wolverine. It was awesome. Um, he's so small, it seems like it feels like a kid dressing up for Halloween. Then, like, a grown man dressing like his favorite comic book character. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's my challenge to get over, not his. Um... The ringside area, I want to hit up real quick because there was a couple of uh, events that happened. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or click the link that I provided. Bray Wyatt is teasing uh, his return, and it'll be something new. And maybe he ate the demon that was uh, inhabiting Matt Hardy and is now going to be something different. Broken Bray Wyatt? Is that what you're doing? And it's basically what he was when they were yeah. teaming together. It just wasn't really a, a character. So yeah, it was, but he uh, he wasn't the sillier part of it. Like Bray no. could go full talking to Abraham Lincoln in the form of a badger or something. And uh, let's hope this leads to Bray Wyatt talking to more animals. Um, yeah, it's an interesting tweet. Uh, people point out that it, there's capital letters. If you arrange the capital letters, it just says "kill them all." Or kill everyone, or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, Bray Wyatt just gonna come and murder people. That'd be an awesome. That gimmick. doesn't sound very broken. So I I I look forward to him coming back. Uh, I hope it's a big return. Uh, I hope we finally get the send off for Matt that we deserve because uh, you know he's been saying bye at all the house shows, but he hasn't been on TV yet. I I have to imagine that's they're letting it be its thing. Like they're not gonna rush it and have it be like oh in the second segment of Raw Matt Hardy says goodbye because he's retiring. No, no, let's let's give an entire night to that or something. Cause yeah, and I hope part of that night is him looking at Jeff and say, you know what's going to be great? Not landing on things for a while. Yeah. Talk your brother into retirement, Matt. Nah, well, it, it, his brother's for, for his uh, own going good. a different path right now. <laughs> so, um Okay, the second mixed match challenge uh, was announced. I mentioned that. Uh, we have all of the team-ups. Some are repeats. Some are new. Uh, some make absolutely no sense. On the SmackDown side is Miz Asuka returning, of course, because they were the champions last time. Uh, Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Rusev and Lana. Styles and Flair. Last time it was uh, Flair teaming with Bobby Roode. Roode is nowhere to be seen this time around. Um, and R-Truth Carmella. Which, uh, it's, it, it, that's, that's my pick to have the most fun, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I think the two of them are going to produce. I, they're going to lose. They're my pick for losing the most matches because the one partner pins the other. <laughs> I told you I was following you, Carmella. <laughs> that's going to be the big reveal. They're going to work. Oh, are they going to have them be really close to winning? Like, they're going to make it to the finals and then our truth pins Carmella. They wouldn't do that to us, would they? I I, I think they've buried the hatchet, as uh, he said on SmackDown. You know, he's he, he's you know playing the long con. He's he's smart. He knows what he's doing. So I I think this is just to, to get them together for the mixed match challenge, which I'm fine with because I, I I think the the weirder the pairings, the better. Um, so we'll go to the Raw side. Yeah, I, Strowman I and Bliss. 
Strowman and Bliss are back together, which is good because I think they make uh, an awesome couple outside of, you know, being a, t- a good team. Do you team. ship them, Jason? I, I very much do. They are, there's a reason why they are still our uh, cover photo on Facebook. <laughs> Actually, on Twitter, too, I think, <laughs> for our podcast. Uh, it is it, absolutely. Um, also, I should mention uh, uh, Alexa Bliss with the kind of curly hair and the bow in the hair on Raw doing it for me. Good Lord. Yeah, it was a return to form. Yes. I loved it. And she was with Mickey James, too, and I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> There's some hotness going on here. <laughs> going full yeah. Joey Ryan. Yes. Enjoyed that. Um, so uh, Finn Balor and Bailey are together this time. Last time it was Balor and Banks. Uh, this time Sasha has gotten a short straw, and she's oh, got yeah. Bob. Bob and Banks. I'm sorry, Sasha. I, uh, uh, I, I mean this. This whole thing is about showing off your personality. It's about doing something fun. <laughs> that is the absolute last thing I think about when I think about Bobby Lashley. He's not a fun man. No, there's nothing fun <laughs> about so him. Boring. I feel bad. I want to like Bobby Lashley. I think he is a is a commanding figure. I think he has so much potential to just smash all the faces and be an imposing force and they don't know how to do it with him i i don't i don't i, I part of it's on i don't him. know if he's like yeah well he i don't is it on him like if if he's just not that guy then they shouldn't be trying to use him as that guy they should try and use him as an intimidating hmm, wrestler not a rock and robin tweet tweet is that my next line is it tweet Oh, don't don't remind me of that. Okay, um, uh, that that will not show its face in this tournament. I certainly hope not. Um, rounding out the Raw roster, uh, Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. Uh, that's gonna be funny. That's a team. Uh, that is gonna be funny. Yes, uh, she, worthless, but funny. I hope she pisses him off to <laughs> a large degree. That will be fun. Um, and the final one that, that, that Kevin Owens and Natalia. Oh, Canada. That's about the <laughs> only literally thing the, the that threat. we could think of to put these two together. <laughs> They're both Canadians. So let's do it. Um, I, 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 I don't... I don't know what they're doing with Kevin Owens anymore, and they don't know what they're doing with Kevin Owens anymore, and he's just there because is he's that why they paid. brought him back early? It's because they realized, oh crap, he's on the mixed match challenge. We need to not ha- do a cool long story for him where he goes and does all these cool things that everyone wants, and people are happy. It would not surprise me. They, they forgot that, that was challenge. coming up in two weeks and said, oh okay, well uh, Kevin, you're back. Uh, attack Bobby Lashley. He deserves it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. It, yeah. Why aren't uh, Almas and uh, Vega on here? Yeah, Almas and Vega. Or Brian and Bree. That, or Miz and yeah. Maurice. Like any of these actual couples that we've did, spent the time Well, Miz and Maurice up. makes sense because he's a defending champion. That yeah, yeah, I get that. That one. should be a storyline, and I bet Maurice does at some point say something. Uh, they could do a whole story angle about that where Miz gets more spends more time with Asuka and there's jealousy and, and stuff like that. They could do something with that. Yes. But and Maurice comes no after Asuka for there to be some of these owned. teams. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't I don't want I don't want 
what the payoff I want for that is is Maurice to confront her like that, like you're trying to steal my man, and have Oscar just laugh. Yeah, like <laughs> no, just walk off laughing. Like, oh, you're funny. No. You're a funny lady. <laughs> funny yeah. French lady. I like you. Yeah, I like you. You're funny. <laughs> that would be good. Um, so that's your match for the mixed match challenge. That'll be coming up September 18th on Facebook Watch. Um, uh, hopefully they'll put that on the network again because I don't want to watch Facebook Watch. Nobody yeah. wants to watch Facebook Watch. But you want to listen nope. to this podcast next week. But that'll do it for this episode of Pro Grapplers. Thank you for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. Please subscribe. You get every episode sent right to you, right when it's available, <laughs> every Monday. Maybe changing that day. I would like to. Probably not. <laughs> if you subscribe, it'll just show up whenever it shows up, and you're good to go. You, t- you don't need to explain RSS subscriptions to the people. They're podcast listeners. They get it. Uh, just in case. You ten listeners out there, uh, leave a review if you're po- if it's possible while you're there. You can find us on Twitter at P Grapplers. I individually am at the Jason Sigler, all one word, and I am at Ed Hobo. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I am amazing Jason Sigler. I'll always be Steve the Shank Kicker Shinny. We are counting down the days to Helena's. Oh no, scratch that out. All in two here on Pro Grapplers. <laughs> Pro Grapplers. <laughs>